Welcome to the Garden America Radio Show, the country's most listened to gardening program. This is your chance to talk about gardening, horticulture, landscaping, in fact, anything that has to do in the world of gardening. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or send us your questions and comments to john at gardenamerica.com. Now, here's Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, and Tiger Palafox on BizTalk Radio and the Garden America Radio Network. And a good Saturday morning. Welcome, one and all. This is the Garden America Show. Happy weekend. Hope you had a good week. We are back, ready to go for the next uh, couple of hours. And back with us for the second week in a row. Don't know who let him in. <laughs> oh, it was John. That's who let him in. Bob Reedmiller is back. Well-known author and uh, succulent plant guy. And both of us authors are sitting side-by-side side today. Two authors side-by-side yeah. side counting up their royalty check money. I, yeah, which we're not getting anything yet. So. Ah, you'll get it. It'll come rolling in. <laughs> John is back after a trip to Oregon. You know, we talked about uh, last week, John, that you went up to Oregon to bring back some roses. And uh, the first figure I heard was uh, John's bringing back 20,000 roses. No. No, not even close. No, not even close. He lied to not, me again. 900? <laughs> not only that, the wrong state. Washington. No. Oregon? No. Northern California? Correct. Okay. I was in Sebastopol. We got everything wrong, didn't we? <laughs> he could have been on the Mars, bring, on, the, on the moon bringing back rocks or something. We guess we didn't have it right. I was in Sebastopol. Now, that's not the same as Sebastopol in the Crimean Peninsula. Sebastopol in the Crimean, Crimean, Crimean Peninsula. Peninsula. Right. Okay. I wasn't there. But one named for the other. Right. Yeah. I was in go. Sebastopol. Okay, so how many roses did you bring back? What was the purpose of the trip? The purpose of the trip was to preserve, you know, the California Coastal Rose Society has a nonprofit organization called Save the Roses, and we're trying to preserve the genetics of roses that are in danger of extinction. Okay. This would be like if an animal is going to become extinct, you want to do what you can to preserve it, right? Right, and except they don't move as fast as animals. They just kind of <laughs> They're easier there. to catch. A little, little easier. <laughs> Uh, Catch and contain. So we were uh, Vintage Gardens, which was in Sebastopol and still is, had the largest collection, I believe, of roses in the United States. I think close to 5,000 different varieties of roses. Wow. But uh, they can't maintain it any longer. And so what Greg Lowry has been trying to do is to get people to take certain parts of the collection. And we took the hybrid teas and got about a thousand. And uh, I helped him get those ready. And we looked at what we were going to be doing. And what what we need to do now is get a semi up there to pick them up. And hopefully, sometimes towards the end of this month, we'll do that. So we actually thought you were coming back with the roses. And no, no, I flew up, rented a car, and drove to Sebastopol. It's too much. I'm too it's old a, yeah, to, to do all a lot that. To do. Now, people people are watching Facebook, and they see me going back and forth looking at the computer and, and down here at my phone. It's because Tiger is gone today. So this is my first time to uh, set up, direct, and uh, sort of manipulate Facebook. So bear with me as I glance back and forth. And out of the three of us, you're the only one we would trust with that because John and I would have us way in a bad spot. I thought about that. You know, I, t- I said, let's let, let you guys handle this. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, this is our second week. We do want to welcome, once again, we've got two new affiliate stations. Uh, first off, right now, live on AM 1240. And then uh, this show will be replayed this afternoon again, 2 to 3, 
in Los Angeles, the City of Angels, on AM 740. So, again, catch the show. The station 740 covers Santa Barbara, Los Angeles, most of Southern California. Uh, also San Diego. In San Diego. So, yes. again, at, at, uh, right now live on AM 1240. And, again, this <laughs> afternoon, AM 740 from Los Angeles, a repeat of this show. And, John, you and I worked with a lot of good people uh, at the station. I know Tony was instrumental in getting us set up. I think right. it was, um, oh, gosh, um, I'm drawing a blank on the engineer that uh, hooked up with our affiliate, so I do apologize. Not Casey. Casey is here. He's one of our IT guys. Oh. Um, That's the only engineer I know. Is I do. Casey. I do. Apo- Todd. I think it's Todd. Todd, if I got that wrong, I'm sorry. But anyway, a great group of people for setting us up here. AM twelve forty right now. AM seven forty in Los Angeles today at two o'clock. So if you're in Southern California, you really enjoyed the show. You can turn it back on at 2 o'clock. Again, yeah. no excuse now to say that one, I, can't, I can't pick you up. One thing that I do want to uh, mention to our listeners that are in the L.A. area is that today we're going to have Matthew Brumley on the show, and he's going to be talking about our trip coming up to Hampton Court, the Hampton Court Flower Show in England, which is going to be July 1st. And we only have a few seats left, so I'm really excited to talk to Matthew about our trip and and what we're going to be doing while we're up there. And one thing I want to talk to him about that we haven't even mentioned on the air, you, Tiger, and myself are going to be the hosts, but we haven't talked about who the tour guides are going to be. The tour guides. This is our big trip to England coming yeah. up uh, July 1st, I believe. Yeah, so we'll talk to Matthew a little bit about that. I've got a couple of shots on Facebook that are not good shots. I have the three of us. But uh, we have some shots that I'll uh, that just like a shot of John's computer and then a shot of the board, which I'll try to figure out later on. They're bad camera shots. I will fix that. I do apologize. Yeah, and I also want to say hello to everyone on Facebook that's saying hi to us. And if Tiger were here, he would <laughs> tell me how to reply. <laughs> well, we can reply. We can reply back. Again, oh, I have no idea. If, again, we'll do. I'll reply to as many people as I can. And okay. That said, uh, if you are so watching pay- us on Facebook, your questions and comments are welcome. So uh, go ahead, post your questions, comments right there on Facebook, or you can send them to uh, John at GardenAmerica.com. I did get one at home also from uh, Garden Mama, Nellie Neal. Oh, good. She said, say hi, y'all. So. Excellent. And we had a couple of questions after the show last week. Um, Steve and Simi Valley, well, I was able to answer that one, and then I sent one off to Tigers. So even after the show, you can post on Facebook, and we'll try to get to it. Did you know Nellie Neal lived in the same town that the Duck Dynasty people did? No. I think you mentioned that one time. But well, her, she was on the show. But her beard's not really? as long, is it? Yeah, she was on our show, <laughs> and she mentioned... No, Sorry, she wasn't Nellie. on Duck Dynasty. She was on our show, and she mentioned that that was the same town. And I asked her if she if she knew them, mm-hmm. and she said, "Everyone knows them down goes, here." She goes, "No, but I think I dated Uncle Cy." <laughs> <laughs> Nellie has got the best sense of humor. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I see a lot of people joining us on Facebook. Thank you very much. We do appreciate that as we try to increase our viewership each and every week. We're up to about a thousand, um, just under a thousand. So we're trying to increase that. So thank you so much. You know, people kind of peruse Facebook; they come across it. They'll join for a few minutes if they like the content. They'll stay. If they don't, they just kind of move on. But we do appreciate that. Again, questions to John at GardenAmerica dot com or right there on Facebook. You know, we I got a few emails during the week about grafted vegetables, and while we have this opportunity, I quickly wanted to explain the reason for planting grafted tomatoes. Um, first of all, yes, you can grow tomatoes if they're not grafted. And grafted tomatoes are a lot more expensive than, not, than seed-grown tomatoes. 
But the reason to plant grafted tomatoes, number one, is if you live in an area where there are diseases in the soil, such as uh, verticillium wilt or fusarium blight, those those stay in the soil forever, which is why they recommend moving tomatoes from from one area to another. The every three-year method, as as we've spoken of? Right, but if if you graft them, the rootstock we use is resistant, so you don't have to move your tomatoes. You can plant in the same spot year after year. And some of the best-tasting tomatoes are heirloom varieties, and those are the ones not resistant. Now, talk about those diseases again that you can't get rid of that's in the soil that gives you the reason to move tomatoes. You like it when you hear me talk about fusarium <laughs> wilt and verticillium wilt. <laughs> fusarium blight and verticillium okay, wilt. Okay, now, so, now wh- that's getting into the soil how? From what? What is, what is putting that into the soil to begin with? Spores. Spores, Spores are always Spores. the cause. Yep. Spores! <laughs> So anyway, there's no cure for those. Once the tomato has them, it it will definitely kill them. The other reason for growing grafted tomatoes is the rootstock is so vigorous that at the minimum you double your crop. You see, at the minimum you double minimum. At the minimum. And that's really important with the uh, heirlooms because a lot of them are notoriously poor bearing. That's exactly right. As a matter of fact, we have one that we sell called pineapple, which gives delicious fruit. And I was going to discontinue it. Because even grafted, you don't get a whole lot. And I mentioned to um, someone who's a great tomato grower, actually Laura Taylor, who does the tomato calendar. Mm. And I mentioned to her, you know, I don't think I'm going to sell, you know, graft this anymore because it it doesn't really produce that much. She said, her answer to me was, if it's not grafted, it doesn't produce at all. (laughs) (laughs) So we continue to offer that every year and and people do get it. So... If you're interested in grafted tomatoes, we have the largest selection in the world, I believe, online. And you can go to GardenAmerica.com and see everything that we have to offer. By the way, there was one tomato we had, a new one this year, that we'd not been getting any orders on. It was called Aunt Jenny's Purple. And it's the first time we offered this heirloom. And the reason I offered it is the reviews about the flavor are so fantastic that, you know, Brandywine's like the standard for heirloom tomatoes. And a lot of people claim this tastes even better than Brandywine, but I had forgotten to put it on the website. So it's now there and you can order it. A lot to do. Got to take a break. Matthew Brumley, I'll I'll check and make sure that he is standing by. Uh, Coming back with John's Quote of the Week. A lot to do. I know the sound's been going in and out on Facebook. I'm doing my best to fix that uh, because people said, hey, please fix it before Matthew comes on. Want to hear about this big trip to England coming up in July. Bob Reedmill is sitting in for a uh, not John Tiger. John's here by himself, and I'm right here, Brian Maine, back after this. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. Right back here on Garden America. Happy weekend. Happy Saturday. You guys got to be quiet during you know during the breaks. You guys are going crazy. That's the first time you ever yelled at us. I did yell. I, I got, guys, we're going on the air live. We're live. We're live. We're live. These guys are like kids. Well, we haven't seen each other in a while. That's, so. okay. That's okay. You know, I heard Judge Judy yell at somebody yesterday. <laughs> oh, how, what a surprise. <laughs> but it was the first time I ever heard her say this. She was yelling at somebody who was sitting down, the boyfriend of right. the defendant, and said, uh, she goes, if you're not quiet, I'm throwing you out of this courtroom. You might talk over her, but you're not going to talk over me. And then she looked at him and she said, 
You know, you look like a nice guy. Probably could have said that better. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. Okay, Matthew Bromley is going to be with us in just a very few uh, moments. He's from Earthbound Expeditions. Uh, they're the ones setting up this great trip to England coming up in uh, July. Not just a trip to England, not just a trip to London, something very special. And we're going to be talking about that. First, of all, uh, first, of all, uh, first off, I should say, John has the quote of the week. Oh, I do. Yes, you do, John. <clears throat> I thought of you with this quote because... Because you, it's short. You like them short, <laughs> right. This quote says, Love will find a way through paths where wolves fear to pray. And that was from Lord Byron. That scares me. You know, why do you think of you? I don't know. Well, because he likes short I like the short quotes. Short quotes. Yeah, okay. Sometimes they're long, and that's okay. I want to make sure we've taken care of business. Uh, again, uh, you, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can post your questions, comments right there. If you prefer, listening on radio, john at gardenamerica.com. Or, like we used to do in the good old days, you can call us at 855-424-9825. That said, John... We've got a very special guest and somebody that we're going to be seeing in the not-too-distant future. Well, you know, Matthew Brumley is the co-founder of Earthbound Expeditions. You're like me this morning. I can't get it out. And he's been uh, creating fantastic tours for over 25 years. But recently, he's become a specialist in garden tours, and uh, we, since we've been working with him, we've taken some fantastic trips. He's gotten quite good at it, by the way. Yeah, he's he is really good at it, and uh, and I'm glad that we're able to work with him. So, welcome to the show, Matthew. Good morning. Good morning. Well, thank you for that <laughs> nice introduction. Well, it's it, every bit of it is true. I had mentioned uh, before uh, or during the break, actually not during the break, prior to the break, I mentioned that we've been telling people about our trip to England and that we have a few spots open. And everyone knows that Tiger, Brian, and myself are going to be the hosts of this tour. But what we haven't talked about is who our tour guides are going to be. And I thought maybe you might tell us a little bit about them because both of them are garden writers. Wow. Excuse me. That's right. Uh, Anne and Janine live in London. Uh, They've been uh, working with gardens and land and doing landscaping. They're journalists. Uh, they work at the Chelsea Garden Show with the Hampton Garden Show with the RHS, which is the Royal Horter, excuse me, the Royal Horticultural Society. So they really know their stuff, and they're going to be the guides for this trip. Um, I've worked with both of them for years, and they're just phenomenal. They, when you go up into these gardens, and you're going to be visiting over 15 gardens, by the way. Oh. And when you go, you know, and visit these different gardens, they actually know everybody. So, you know, the, the people, the directors, the gardeners kind of roll out the, the red carpet, if you will, for you when you arrive. And that's just a really special experience to be with someone from England uh, visiting these gardens who, you know, when they really know their stuff. And it's also great fun. Well, you know, and it's not only um, gardens that the average tourist would have access to, but we're going to be visiting a lot of private gardens that aren't normally open to the public. Isn't that right? That's right. So Anne and Janine have used uh, their personal contacts, and you're going to be going behind the scenes and having these in-depth tours of, of the gardens, of these small, many of them very small private gardens in people's homes. 
And I've done this with Ann and Janine, and it is great fun. I mean, you'll have tea with them and learn about their challenges as gardeners in England and, um, you know, what brings them joy. And it's just a really special experience to see, you know, oftentimes like the grandkids running around and the dog in the garden. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, you just feel like you're at home. You know, Matthew, I didn't think about this, but I, I would imagine that we better get used to having a lot of tea while we're there, right? That's right. The English are tea drinkers. So, uh, yes, uh, bone up on your on your different kind of teas. And uh, also, before you go, I would suggest uh, watching some great miniseries or reading about the history of England, because so many of these great gardens, especially when they're tied to the Royal Horticultural Society, so many of those gardens have a historic are in historic settings and, and have a really great story. So, like, for instance, Hampton Court, uh, was once the home of Henry VIII. Um, you're going to be going to Blenheim Palace and seeing those gardens, which was the home of Winston Churchill. Uh, and so before you go, I mean, these guides, you'll be greeted by guides, and you'll have these in-depth walking tours talking not only about the gardens, but also about these historic figures. Um, but if you know a little bit about the history of England and, and about some of these characters that played such an important role in the history of England, it really helps out, and it makes the trip more enjoyable. You know, I'm I'm so starting like, yeah, to daydream. You know what? Yeah, I'm starting to daydream about going there. Yeah, both, both of us. <laughs> hey, from a, a geography standpoint, um, Matthew, little geography lesson here for those listening and watching. Uh, we're going north of London. Sort of paint a picture of of where we'll be and what we can expect uh, visually. Okay, so we're landing, in, of course, in London, and the trip begins in central London. We have a great Georgian historic 17th century hotel. It's a four-star hotel right in the heart of London with a great garden in the back, by the way. Um, and then after that, we're going to drive south, in fact, the first on day one, head south. And it's about a three-hour drive to one of the garden, one of the most important areas for gardens called the County Kent. And now, Brian won't be with us because he's going north, but the rest of us are yeah. going to be going south. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can meet up later. You know, okay. for a pint. Yeah. A shepherd's pie and a pint. Um, and anyway, so heading south first for three days, and then from here exploring, you know, the area that, uh, you know, has like Leeds Castle and uh, Sissinghurst and Great Dixter Gardens. There are so many gardens in this region. Um, and so we're going to have a home base of Royal Tunbridge Wells, which is this charming little quaint village in County Kent. And then spend three days, have this home base. And what, what I like about this, by the way, is we're not racing around, you know, checking in and checking out of hotels, packing and unpacking. We're going to have a home base in Kent for three days. Really get to know that area. By the way, great beers. There's one, there's a brewery called Spitfire, you know, the old uh, English World War II fighter planes. Right. There's a there, anyway. There, we we I think we could probably pull off going to the Spitfire Brewery, but it's really good. Um, and the and English like their like their ale, so might get to know a few of those. And then head up north. And as we head, and it's not a long drive. We're just talking about three hours from Royal Tunbridge after really four days there, heading up uh, past the Hampton Court, not past stopping at the Hampton Court Flower Show for a whole day. You need a whole day there because you want to visit the castle of Henry VIII. And then the show is the largest flower show in the world. So you need a good Wow, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, and it's yeah. outside. What I like about this is it's not at a convention bureau. Hey, I Matthew, we've got to take a break. I don't mean to interrupt you, but we got we got to take a break here. We're up against the clock. So uh, finish that thought. When we come back, continue that thought. 
questions right there on Facebook Live about this trip, or as you can call us at 855-424-9825, or John at GardenAmerica.com. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. Thank you for sitting through the break. We are back. It is, uh, let's see, 35 minutes after the hour here. Garden America, our Saturday show. Good morning to you. Thank you so much for joining us. John Bagnasco, I'm Brian Maine, along with uh, Bob Reedmiller sitting in for Tiger Palafox. Tiger at his daughter's softball game this morning. Ah. We're talking about uh, Grand Old England with uh, Matthew Brumley representing Earthbound Expeditions. Matthew, sorry we had to cut you off uh, to get into that last break. If you could pick up uh, where you were, and we'll continue. A lot of great comments so far on Facebook, Matthew. Yeah, Matthew was just telling us about about the Hampton Court Flower right. Show, which he, he mentioned is the largest flower show in the world. Did I get that right? That's right. It's the world's largest flower show, and we're going to spend an entire day there, uh, you know, just soaking it all up and then also visiting the castle of Henry VIII before we make our way north, which is just about an hour and a half further north, is the town of Oxford. And, uh, you know, and from there we're going to spend five nights. We spend five nights in Oxford and use that as our base to, uh, you know, explore the Cotswolds, go to the home of Churchill, uh, visit and have a private tour of uh, the world's largest and oldest—not the largest, excuse me—the oldest English-speaking university, which is Oxford University. So it all started there in the 12th century. And uh, you know, if you love literature, uh, C.S. Lewis uh, went to school there and wrote there. T.R.R. Tolkien uh, was there. Um, who else? Uh, Alice in Wonderland was written there. I mean, ah, just, Lewis Carroll. Yeah. Lewis Carroll, right. I mean, we'll literally see where Alice went down the rabbit hole when they're playing cricket today. Uh, there's just there's so much there, and your hotel is located on the Thames. Uh, so if you'd like to pick up some punting, read some poetry, uh, and pick up some punting and go punting on the Thames, you can do that. So that's as good as you could get us right there by the Thames, huh, Matthew? <laughs> right. Oh, it's oh, a historic all. old hotel. Yeah, it's gorgeous. There's a historic old hotel with a lovely garden. It's the four-star hotel right on the Thames. Uh, so in the afternoon, you know, in the summer, it's just a great place to be, just to go down, have a glass of white wine or cool glass of Chardonnay or something, and, um, you know, watch the uh, English do this time-honored tradition, and that is basically punting, which is more or less like a gondola like you'd see in Venice. And they have a large stick, a long stick, and they push it along the banks. And the tradition is, you know, you read, uh, you know, love poetry and poetry to your, to the, to your loved one while you uh, float down the Thames. So we'll all have to pick up some poetry. Now, that's the week <laughs> after my anniversary, so I think I'm going to have to pick out something appropriate and read Yeah, there's a little wife. pressure on that. <laughs> I, th- I thought you'd be punting down with Brian in the boat. You'd be reading something to him. Well, at least you know? John's not going to forget his anniversary, not with this big trip. It's all going all to come together very nice. Yeah, I'm surprised. I didn't realize Hampton was the big one. I always thought Chelsea was the biggest show. Chelsea used to be. And the, other, and the thing about Chelsea, which is phenomenal, but Chelsea's mostly indoors, and most of the plants, flowers for Chelsea have to be forced in greenhouses because oh, it's earlier okay. in the year. and. We'll be there, I think, at the time of the year when everything's phenomenal. And well, that's somebody be beautiful. Did somebody say green? 
Well, somebody told me that the rose displays of roses at Hampton Court were unbelievable. They said some of the best rose displays they've ever seen. Now, would you say, John, you mentioned, and you too, Matthew, that, that Chelsea used to be the biggest. Uh, now it's Hampton, but, but Chelsea's got, still got the bigger name. More people are familiar with that. Is that right? Probably. It's been around longer. Chelsea, but I mean, Hampton Court has uh, been a long, around a long time as well. Sure. Both are run by the Royal Horticultural Society, so highly respected. Um, yeah, you know, to be honest with you, I don't know why that is. Um, they're both, they're, they're, it's like one and two, you know. Um, right. And it's a great time to be there because, you know, the English summer can arrive late, much like it does here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, so you're assured really good weather if you go after June, you know, in early July. It's just a great time to be there. I mean, everything. There's plenty of things that's blooming. Um, it's very green. You know, they get a lot of rain up up in England. So, um, you know, you don't have to worry about things uh, arriving late. It's actually just a perfect time to be there. Any chance y'all are going to run into her Madge the Queen? <laughs> um, you're having tea with her. We, we've uh, Anne and Janine have already booked it. You're going to be having tea, and she's actually making uh, shepherd's pie for you. Just for you. shepherd's pie. There you go, <laughs> with real shepherds in it. That's going to be. You know, the other the other thing is um, about this trip is, you know, you really get with Anne and Janine. As mentioned earlier, you really get behind the scenes, and you really get to know the locals. And you're not racing around. Um, you're using these, you know, these beautiful hotels and these beautiful settings as a base to really get to know an area. And I really prefer traveling that way, um, having done it many different ways, you know, where you're literally just racing across Europe and spending one night and then two nights and one night. Um, you know, everything just kind of seems like a blur after a couple of days. But here you get to really take some time to reflect on, on your days and enjoy the company of your fellow travelers. And, uh, you know, and the, the wonderful English people that will be hosting you. Well, you know, Matthew, next week is Valentine's. And if you haven't gotten a Valentine's gift for your significant other yet, what a great chance to sign up for this tour, right? Yeah. There's only a few spaces available, right, John, Matthew? Is that right? Yeah, we have a few, but, that, you know, as long as you sign up right away, you won't have anything to worry about, I'm sure, that we can okay. fit you in. But we are going to have a smaller group. You know, sometimes you have a tour group with 100 people in it, and right. no one gets to know anyone else. Right. But, you know, we're going to keep ours right around 30 people, so it, it'll be a lot of fun. You'll get to to know people, and we've traveled with... I, I think maybe a third of the people on this trip. Yeah, we're going to know a lot of people on this trip, and it's going to be fun. Plus, the new faces, which, right. we, which we're going to welcome with open arms. Well, I was going to say, since we know some of the people, we can let the new people know who to stay away from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John. That is so John. There he is, Mr. Grumpy Old Dumpy. Yeah. <laughs> Grumpy old Dumpy. So, Garth, you know, the great thing about um, gardeners is they're terrific people to travel with. I have traveled with people from the classical world and the jazz world and then general tours years ago in England. Uh, and they're just, they're wonderful. I mean, they're just, they're great people to spend time with. And uh, what's also nice about a trip like this is you're traveling with people who share your passion. So like-minded travelers. So, you know, after spending a whole day visiting gardens, it's really fun to sit down and have a glass of wine or a pint and have dinner with folks and share your um, your experiences at the end of the day. That really is a big part of travel. Yeah, I agree. Fun. I agree. And uh, I think the only 
gardeners I've ever met that were grumpy at all, really, were maybe cactus and succulent growers. <laughs> oh, man, there's a... Uh, yeah, Boy, I from, did I take a slap. There's a slam dunk, huh? Well, I think it's from getting stuck all the time, you know, that uh, maybe they're a little grumpy. But You know, hey, John, roses have thorns, too, you know. No, they no, don't. They, they don't. have they prickles. Have prickles. <laughs> okay, prickles. <laughs> if you if you bought our book, you'd uh, see there's a whole known, section. On I would that. have known yeah. that. Yeah. That's absolutely right. <laughs> so anyway, um, Matthew, if people do want to sign up for the tour, what do they do? Well, uh, I would suggest go to the Garden America website on the homepage. It's right there, or you can go to Earthbound Expeditions and click on the European Journeys, and it's right at the very top on the left-hand side. It's the Garden America trip on July 1st to the Hampton Court Flower Show and to County Kent, Oxford, and the Cotswolds. And there is a day-by-day itinerary there, so you can see uh, where we'll be, where we'll be staying. And, you know, um, we have to go. I know I could talk to you all day about this. There's one question that I want to ask you, John, when you finish your thought, and also ask Matthew. Okay, well, I want to... It's a question on Facebook. All right, well, I thought maybe Matthew might tell us what's included in the tour. Okay, so uh, four-star hotels throughout, all your transport, uh, most of your meals, all your garden entrances, um, your gratuities for the local guides and for the drivers and people helping you along the way, including Anne and Janine, um, and then the specialty garden uh, visits, and then, of course, uh, visits to Palace. Tickets to the um, Hampton Court Flower Show are included. Um, what else? Uh, well, isn't that enough? I was going to say there's not much left, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you, you, yeah. the reason I wanted... Oh, go, go ahead, sorry. The reason I wanted you to mention what was included, Matthew, is because we've been on some tours that, um, I wouldn't call them budget tours, but because uh, they were, they ended up being nice tours. They're, they're scaled-down versions of the well, real thing. the tipping wasn't included. Yeah. And by the time that you start putting out for extras, like if you want to take this excursion, it costs you more money. Right. Or if you want to go here, you've got you want to take a gondola ride, it's more money. Right. You know, and then you've got to pay the tour guides. And Matthew has all that covered sure. and so you really have a much better idea. So you know idea what you relax and have a good you. time when you concentrate on, on having fun. Exactly. And I have to admit that the tour guides we've been with have been so phenomenal that I tipped them anyway. But, Matthew, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it and uh, hope that a lot of people out there listening will join us in England. That would be great. Well, thanks thanks to, to, to all of you, and have a great weekend. All right. Take thank care. Thank you, Matthew. Okay, there's one question we'll uh, try to answer when we come back on Facebook uh, dealing with this trip to England. We're going to take a break. It is 45 minutes after the hour. John Bagnasco, Bob Reedmiller, I'm Brian Main. Thank you so much for tuning in Facebook Live. This is the Garden America Show. Welcome back to the Garden America Radio Show with Brian, John, and Tiger. The phone lines are open right now at 855-424-9825. That's 855-424-9825. Or john at gardenamerica.com. We are back here on uh, Facebook Live, Garden America, Biz Talk Radio. Brian Main, John Bagnasco, Bob Breedmiller, thank you so much. A lot of good information uh, from Matthew Brumley, Earthbound Expeditions, that big trip coming up in July to uh, England, and uh, it's going to be fantastic. We had one more question, John. I don't know if we can answer it or not, but you can certainly explain to people uh, who this person is. I think my wife's sister asked this question on Facebook Live. What was the question? 
That's right there on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she wants to know if we're going to meet Alan Tishmarch. Well, and, and you know a lot. You both, you and, and Bob, know a lot about this guy. I don't know that I know a lot, but I recognize the name right yeah, off the bat. He's and, a famous English gardener. He's done garden series on English TV. He's written gardening books. He's done gardening radio, very similar to Garden America, except... Mm-hmm. They wouldn't call it Garden America in England. Gar- Garden Britain. Garden England. Yeah, I've seen him do some show right. hosting and whatever on some of the... Yeah, we can ask Matthew. Stuff. You now, know, whether we meet we... him or not, the last trip that we went, we actually met a, a British newscaster that had been on the English version of Dancing with the Stars, and he he joined our bus, and they were filming for a new series... And everybody that was on the tour got to be filmed for this new series. Okay. So you never know. Things can happen. Yeah. He was a... Um, Do you remember he, who it was? His name, first name was John. And uh, it'll come to me. That would be Strictly Come Dancing is what they call it over there. Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. Look, look at all this English information you have, yeah, Bob. I, I love Well, that he stuff. said that, he, you know, he's, he was so beloved in England. Everybody, or he said that, that every show, he got a lot of votes. Oh. And it kept him going, but he finally resigned because he said, I'm so terrible, <laughs> and people just keep voting for me because they oh, they I, like me. And I do know who it is. Um, oh, crap. Um, oh, well, I'll think of it later, oh, well. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, you know what's really amazing, though? You guys yeah. are going to be staying in a 17th century hotel, which means it was built in the That's... 1600s. Wow, during uh, Shakespeare was 1600s, yeah, right, and John? Their history yeah, is yeah. so long over there. I mean, a 16th, 1600s hotel is like new over there, you know, compared to over here. Well, we were in... Uh, we got it, a whole 200 years. It, it hit you know? me as far as, you know, time, uh, just how incredible time is when we were over in uh, in Italy, John, and we were hiking in uh, with yeah. Lake Bellagio, and there was a church, and they pointed out this church, and they said, it was built in 1200. Yeah. What? Yeah. That church has been there since 1200. Of course, it's been remodeled a couple of times, obviously. Right. right. But it's amazing. Our history here is just over 200 years. Yeah. So yeah, it's nothing, yeah. yeah. And those places are still standing and being used. That's that's incredible. So probably the old, oldest hotel we'll ever stay at, John. Of course, I think the <laughs> oldest hotel we stayed in was in Arles, France. Remember? Oh yeah, and uh, Arles. there were a lot of a uh, lot of Roman ruins right around yes, that area. That might that might be true. And do you remember that when we were in that hotel, they said now. They gave us the keys to our rooms, and they said, you can't go on your own. We have to show you where they are. Yes. And do you remember? We'd go up those stairs and then around corners. And I remember and looking down. out the window when we first checked in, and it was like going back in time instantly to, like, you know, first century. You're was, watching, watching a battle out on the field un, or something. Unbelievable, yeah. yeah. So you might you might be right about that, John. Oh. That was incredible. And Arnold's like, you know, where the past meets the present. Yeah. You know, you can be looking at a ruin of a, you know, a, a Roman building, and then just down the street is Burger King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, just, it's amazing. Yeah. That was a lot of fun, and this is going to be great, too. So, again, go to GardenAmerica.com. Homepage, as Matthew mentioned, right-hand side, John, I think, for the information. Top left yeah, or right-hand side. Well, all you do is click on the uh, Hampton Court Flower Show okay. tour, and then when you go to that new page, uh, there'll be it says "click here" for the itinerary, and it takes you to the page on Earthbound Expeditions, where you can see day by day what we'll be doing. It's going to be a lot of fun, and and uh, we'd love to have you join us, right? Absolutely, it's it's always a good time. If you think it's going to be a good time, it's not a good a time as you think it's going to be. How about that? 
I'm not. Your head's sure, exploding. I'm not sure what you exploding. just said. I just got so confused. <laughs> How about this? All dumb and down. It's going to be better than you could ever imagine. There, there you, you go. go. How about that? All okay, right. we are running out of time, and again, that means that uh, we have just a very few moments on our new station here, uh, covering San Diego AM twelve forty. And again, the same show is going to be rebroadcast by the same good folks who run AM twelve forty on AM seven forty. Is that right, John? AM seven forty at two o'clock. At right. two o'clock this afternoon, covering Los Angeles, San Diego, Santa Barbara, all of Southern California. Right now, you can join the second hour of our show absolutely live just by going to GardenAmerica dot com and clicking on Listen Live, or stay here on Facebook. Or you, if you're on Facebook right now, you can stay there. We're not going there. anywhere. Get a play to the camera, John. They love you. And Brian's, that Brian's doing a great job running this for, for Tiger. So well, far, we haven't gone off air or anything. No, there so. was a few bumpy uh, camera yeah. shots uh, this first hour, but I hope I've got those smoothed out. Yeah. I brought, um, I guess we'll have to show it next hour on Facebook, but I brought a, a new catalog that I got from Spring Hill Nursery. And they're having a 50% off sale. Did you say 50%? I said 50%. 50%, That's incredible. How do we do it? Volume. Well, you know what? (laughs) It's funny that you mentioned incredible because there's this hydrangea I've been looking at forever, trying to get, and I couldn't find it anywhere. It's called Incredible. There you go. And um, I'll show you this picture. I don't know if you can put it up for people to see. But look at well, look you can at hold this. hold it right up to the camera. Oh, see this picture right here that I'm pointing to. Look I, at the I hands do. on that. I do. It's big. Okay, point point it. Hold the camera now. Point to the picture you're talking about. The big right, white right one. Right there. And we got a little delay here, so there you go. I can see myself. There I am. Well, people, but you know what? People watching still see you showing yeah. me. And there we go. But you, if Tiger was here, he'd focus in on it. Yeah. Well, you got the second string today running the Facebook. Uh, well, anyway, you might be good. able to go to springhillnursery.com and take a look at it. But the, the size of that, it's the size of a basketball. Yeah, it's pretty big. That's These, that's actually looks bigger than a basketball. Yeah, it's huge. And it's really, really tightly flowered. Yeah. So that's very cool. My wife likes hydrangeas, so. So do I. That's you, one of the few things that I'm allowed to buy anymore. You know, you know it's <laughs> funny because I have one. Maybe you gave it to me. I got it from... Somebody somewhere, obviously. I don't and recall it, giving you Every time hydrangeas. it blooms, I think of John's wife because I know how much she likes it. Mm-hmm. And I think they're very easy to take care of. Oh, they are. They're really easy they're to simple. take care of. You know, if you're, if you're new into plants, get a hydrangea and you're on your way. Yeah. You know, sometimes people wonder how to turn hydrangeas blue. You have to have a blue hydrangea to begin with. Mine are red. Mine bloom pinkish red. Yeah, so you're not yeah. going to be able to turn it blue unless it was blue. But if you do... If I choke uh, it, will it turn blue? No, you need to acidify the soil. Ah. If you add uh, cottonseed meal or some type of... Is it uh, aluminum? Aluminum sulfate? Well, you know, aluminum's poisonous to plants, so I never recommend adding that. But we can talk about that next hour. We've got news coming up on many of these affiliates. We're going to take about a six-minute break here. We're back at uh, eh, six minutes after or so here. Hour number two, Garden America, Brian Maine, John Bagnasco, Bob Breedmiller. Stay tuned. Hour two coming up next here on your Saturday morning. Happy weekend from Garden America, BizTalk Radio.